to Engage Podcast. I'm your host, Fran Scott. I know you're happy. Well, thank you for joining us on our first podcast. No problem. No problem. Thank you for having me. Okay. Well, I just want to let our viewers know that you're actually talking with Fran Scott, engage with Fran Scott. And my guest today is Shay Moore. Uh, She is the innovative mind behind a vision from Shay Event Planning Boutique. Now, um, truth be told, I've been knowing Shay for many, many years, and this um, is one of the women that honestly has made her dream into a reality. Um, Shay, how long have you been um, really thinking about doing uh, event planning and wedding? Because you do it all. Like, um, I know we're going to get into the beat, and I'm jumping ahead of it. It's like, um, you know, right now with appetizer, and I'm already at the, um, eating the meal before everybody else. You know, a lot of people come in, they pick up the little appetizer, and I'm already like sitting there eating the meal. But um, tell us how, you know, how did you get into this? What inspired you to do this? Well, I've always been an artsy type kid um, when mm-hmm. I was growing up. I always loved art, anything visual. Um, drawings, paintings, things of that nature. So anything okay. that was the norm always caught my attention. I was always that person that everybody would be like, what is that? And I'd be like, oh, what is that? You know, mm-hmm. that. So um, in middle school, I realized, you know, I learned that I had a talent of drawing, which I really don't do anymore. But again, it anything that I could express any kind of creativity, that's what I love. So, okay. Um, I actually, um, my vision from Shay is 11 years old. Yes. But, yeah, she's 11 years old. She just turned 11. Um, however, I've been planning events truthfully since 1997. Um, okay. That's, that's when I learned I had that talent um, and did my very first event. So you've been in the industry for over a decade. Yeah. Well, I actually grew up in the industry. Okay. So my, my dad was the caterer, um, mm-hmm. John Bond, um, owner Bond's catering service. So in the late seventies, eighties, nineties, um, he was one of the top event caterers, um, in the Baltimore metropolitan area. Um, right. he was, he one of the first caterers to come up with the bundle package that offer catering decoration and your, and your cake. Okay. So, I actually grew up um, around event professionals um, all of my life. Okay. So, um, I know catering. I mm-hmm. do catering. <laughs> um, that's not where my passion lies. It's definitely a labor of love. 
But she does make the most bombing peach cobbler. <laughs> My husband is like totally craving this peach. I think you should market that peach cobbler because he is like, you get so many um, requests. Mm. And I remember one time he was like, unless it's an event planning coordinator, I am not doing <laughs> a peach cobbler. And I, I think the last time, one of the last times I made it, and I forget, um, they actually almost fought over it and I was getting it out the oven and it was hovering over me as mm-hmm. I was getting it out. The, I was like, wait a minute, y'all, it got it. You got to let it set. Like, is this too hot? So, um, <laughs> but yeah, um, my, I, I, I think I've been traumatized from the catering with my <laughs> like- because I would come home and literally it would be sink, a sink full of chicken for me to clean or a laundry not a laundry, but uh, you know the the lawn size garbage mm-hmm. bags. He had yes. that filled with napkins for me to iron when I would come home from school. All right, so you was like, okay, I know, um, I know catering, but I want to do the event plan. Okay, right. so um, what sets a vision from Shay? Event planning boutique, and I said, and I'm emphasizing boutique because, like I said, I'm I'm getting a little bit ahead. But what sets you apart from any other event planner in the whole MVDV? So, um, good question. I think that, or I believe that what sets us apart from any other event planner, one, we don't always follow the trend. Okay, um, yes. Um, so we kind of actually sometimes kind of go opposite of what everybody else is doing. Mm-hmm. Um, we really zone in on our client and their personality and take their vision of what they want and make it a reality, um, using, mm-hmm. you know, their style, their personality, um, along with what I can contribute creative wise and, mm-hmm. and what they want. Okay. Um, a lot of people will also you know, a lot of people will go and they'll see these, you know, celebrity reality shows or Pinterest mm-hmm. or, or, you know, social media or what have you and be like, oh, I want this and I want that. And they'll see this, you know, and it's nothing wrong with that. Don't get me wrong. It's nothing wrong with that. But I pride myself, one, on customer service, but then also, too, when guests come into an event and they be like, this is such and such. Mm-hmm without them seeing pictures of that person but just embracing it so for example if we were to do a birthday party or something for you right our our primary goal would be when your guests come in they will be looking at like this is Sean like Mm -hmm. this is you know your style your colors or what have you like they'll be like yep this is Sean okay that's what makes us different from everybody else and like I said, um, we're huge on customer service because mm-hmm. um, as for kind of the rewind, um, I started with my first event, which was from my first marriage. So my ex-husband, he comes from a very large family. He's number 10 of 12. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. So when we got engaged, um, I planned my wedding myself in less than six months and we had almost 300 people. And so you're talking about the late nineties or what have you. And mm-hmm. so our colors at that time was royal blue, maybe blue, um, maybe blue, white, and silver. It's been so long. I've almost forgot. 
Yes, my high school colors. Those were the colors back in the day. (laughs) Right. So that was during a time when the color tuxedos and everything was just starting to come back out. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, I did everything and my dad was like, look, I'm going to gift you your reception. That's going to be your wedding gift from your mom. Mm -hmm. And I had less than six months. And when I tell you, I planned everything. I thought of everything. I told people what I wanted them to wear. I was one of those anal brides at that time. So I told you like what kind of jewelry, how I wanted your mm-hmm. hair, what you was going to wear, how I wanted your nails, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. But as time went, you know, and that went off without a hitch. So um, coming forward a little bit, when our marriage failed and I went back to school, I was in the middle of undergrad. And so I'm going to tell you this quick story and then we're going to get back to your original question. Okay, go ahead. Um, um, I lied to you not. So I was driving to my job and it was a real pretty spring morning. And mm-hmm. I always cut through Drew Hill Park to go to my job. Right. And I was, I had all the windows down. I had the music going, but I was praying. And I was like, Lord, I don't know if I should really do this. Like I seen what my dad went through. I know I'm not him. Da, 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 da. Like, I don't know. So I'm just praying out loud, you know, mm-hmm. while I'm driving. And I just kept on hearing this voice saying, I got you. I mm-hmm. got you. Trust me. Stop tripping. I got you. Literally, that's what I was hearing. I was like, okay, Lord, you told me this. Right. I'm following you. So if this don't work out, it's on you. <laughs> that's so people awesome. looking at me like, what in the world? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, right. So I told him, I was like, okay, I'm going to go ahead with it. And from that moment on, I just went with what's in my heart, you know, and mm-hmm. customer service, bringing out events that, that really tailored to my clients, making my clients feel like that they're, that, that I am, that you are my only client, that I don't right. have a ton of, you know, clients right. or events or whatever going on. Mm-hmm. That's what helps us apart from the rest. I take pride in that. I take pride in making my clients feel like they are having a real boutique type of experience. Mm-hmm. You know, everything is customized to what you want for your event. And I think that's what brides and grooms are looking for now. Um, they're looking for guidance, but they want something that sets them apart, their wedding apart from everybody else, because it is truly um, their day um, and is melding of two a melding of two people so um going on and that actually fits into the next question um because mm-hmm. our website is geared to the multicultural bride um i know when i was out looking for um planning my wedding and my mom and i we did it on our own because i used to be event coordinator way back and i gave it up um because it was the same thing it was just like the cookie cutter wedding um it was not tailored um to everyone but with the multicultural bride it's not um it's just marketing opening up it's more it's now getting to be a little bit more inclusive because i remember opening up the brides magazine and i'm like this is a day that i've been looking forward to i found the love of my life and we're planning our union and i didn't see me i didn't really i didn't see me looking for the wedding dresses i didn't see representation of culture um of of mm-hmm. just of not just my african americans but just culture period exactly. um, so what um as an event planner um 
I found it when I went to several weddings. Now it's being a little bit more inclusive that people are bringing their cultures and traditions to the wedding because it used to be, you know, the perfect wedding. Um, I think he just played into the myth of the princess wedding. And so now, um, my, my husband and I, Jaren, we had a jumping of the broom ceremony. And, you know, a lot of people didn't know what that was in the African-American community. They, they did not know. Uh, we had to explain. We did not have that a part of our wedding. So that's why it kind of went wrong because my cousin had to get up and explain what jumping of the broom meant. We had to actually put that in our wedding programs. So as um, not just your own innovative person, but the one thing I know about you is that you do cater to a lot of multicultural um, traditions. Um, so can you give, um, what are brides looking for, grooms? What advice can you give to them? So it's a couple of, okay. So it's a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Me, um, that I advise my couples. Um, during a consultation, I get everything that they have to offer. So mm-hmm. whether or not, if they haven't done anything or if they've done everything, I let them talk. I let them get it out. I let them know, one, it's okay to be different. It's okay for you to be you. Mm-hmm. This is your day. I already had my day uh, from past and present. Mm-hmm. You know, um, And I think my current marriage, we done probably had one of the most unique weddings I have ever seen. Yes, but, you guys did. <laughs> um, but it's okay to be you. And with that mm-hmm. being said, embrace who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think with this generation, meaning those that generation Z, um, you know, the ones that are in their 20s and 30s, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. are embracing it. You know, yes. they, they know more about their heritage. They know more about their culture. You'll be surprised how many wedding rituals it is. Yes. Not, you know, just for African-American culture, but just overall speaking. Mm-hmm. I know. My husband and my current husband and I got married. We did taste another elements, and people were like, "What is that?" But mm-hmm. when I explained it to them, they was like, "Oh, I like that." Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's not just jumping up the brim, like you say. A lot of people don't know about jumping up the brim. You know, it's not just about blending other sands. It's not about the unity candle. I would suggest finding a ritual that tailors specifically to y'all union. So um, if it's taking your first communion together, if it is a unity candle, if it is the jumping of the brim, if it mm-hmm. is the taste of the elements, if it's all of it, you know, if it's exchanging stones, you know, instead of rings, you have to find what works best for your union. Also, okay. the biggest thing that I always tell my couples is the wedding is the interview. The mm-hmm. marriage is the job. If you can't get through the interview, how are you going to expect to get through the job? Because all right now, right? So, because when you are planning your wedding, and I'm quite sure I'm preaching to the choir, you are hit with everything at that yes. one, at that period of time. Because they're not trying to get spiritual, what have you? But it's the, you know, it, it's the tip, it's a proven fact. You know, um, the institution of marriage is always under attack. Mm-hmm. And when you're planning your wedding, everything can, that can happen will happen. You're going to wake up, the hot water heater is going to be busted. The ties mm-hmm. may be late. The kids are going to act crazy. Your in-laws is going to be tripping. You're going to find out which friends and relatives are who really fight you on or which ones is the one that was secretly jealous of you. You know, you're going to, all of this is going to come out. You're going to wake up and this person that you plan on spending your life with is going to get on your nerves and be like, do I really want to do this? 
you know, y'all going to get in petty arguments. You're going to mm-hmm. you know, argue about taste and food and money and are we spending too much and why we got to have that and this, that, and the other. But instead of letting things pull y'all apart, that's the time that y'all have to draw closer together. Okay. And that, and that is the importance of why you should have a wedding planner. We wear many different hats. Mm-hmm. We are not just your coordinator. We are your project manager. We're sometimes your therapist. We are your accountant. <laughs> you know, we are your liaison for your guests. We are the liaison for your family. We're the peacemaker. You know, we mm-hmm. are the voice of reason. So we, you know, we encompass a whole lot by bringing your vision into a reality. Um, and it's important for you to have your day how you want it. You can't always please mom and always please dad or go with what mom wants and what, what dad wants because they may be paying for the venue or paying for the wedding or you know, they want you to get the gown that they want you to wear because they're paying for it. They mm-hmm. should respect it enough or respect you and your fiance, your mate, enough to give you what you want for your day and not try to live what they think your day should be. Right. That makes sense. Okay. No, that does make sense. Now, um, what would you say is your signature service? Because you, a lot of people, uh, and we're going to give out the website, but when you see what this woman does, it's like you just don't concentrate on the event for the day. And I think that's where it's more of a ministry with you. You go beyond. Um, so tell us a little bit about your signature services. So, prize <laughs> COVID, our good friend, um, I was known for just uh, great candy buffets and dessert stations. That was one of our biggest requests when we did any type of event, whether it was a wedding, birthday party, anniversary mm-hmm. party. Everybody always wanted our candy buffets. Why? Because it wasn't your same old cookie cutter kind of candy buffet. No, would, it's not. We would make the candy buffet and people would be like, a candy buffet, really? But that would be the focal point in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, when our friend surfaced, this old good old pandemic named COVID, um, yes. we had, like so many other businesses, we had to pivot. And just because COVID was happening or what have you, we just couldn't stop. Um, even though um, all of the events, 98% of the events that we had last year were rescheduled to this year, we still had to find a way to continue on to mm-hmm. remain relevant and for people not to forget about us. So with that being said, COVID actually wound up being a blessing and we had birth the date night experience. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, what is the date night experience? The date yes. night experience. So with couples being shut in um, and people are being stuck in the house, you know, because of COVID, you know, we wanted to relight the romance. Like, hey, mm-hmm. if you're going to be in the house together, enjoy it. So we came up with the date night experience, which is we come to your home or a hotel suite that you have rented and we create the ultimate date night. And we have five different packages for you to choose from. So our first, our basic package is just simple decoration or what have you. And you can bring your own food and desserts mm-hmm. and drinks or what have you. And it goes all the way up to the five-star package, which we call the red carpet affair, 
which entails the red carpet entry. You have your own maitre d' for the first hour and a half. So it literally goes from one spectrum to the other. Okay. It is all about um, romance and reconnecting, um, conversation, being able to enjoy one another. Even if you don't feel comfortable going out of your home and renting a hotel suite, like I said, we can come in and transform a space in your home. Um, Our most popular package, the Night of Seduction, it includes um, the the decoration and your choice of colors. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, You also get, I'm sorry, you get a starter salad, you get an entree with two sides, Mm -hmm. you get a six-inch personal cake, you get a half a dozen of chocolate-covered strawberries, you get water, bottled water, boss, not nothing cheap, not no Aquafina. You get a bottle of wine. You get a custom playlist. Mm-hmm. You can get your date night set up at your dining room table. Or if you want to get a little bit more romantic, we have low tables that offer like a picnic style on mm-hmm. the floor mm-hmm. where you can okay. have cushions and everything. We supply the music. We supply the speakers, everything. We come in, we set everything up, return back the next day and pick up everything. So of course, like any leftover food and everything is yours to keep. And also the music that comes with it on the flash drive, you keep that as well. Okay, great. Yeah, so that's, also, our, that's your signature. Yes. Okay. And then also I noticed um, when I was looking through um, your Instagram page is that you had uh, the Boho Sorway. Sorry, I'm so mm-hmm. sorry. The um, Boho Soray, and that mm-hmm. was for um, six, if I want to get it correctly, six to ten guests. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, um, so if you want to get your girlfriends together, so you go mm-hmm. beyond just the regular birthday, regular event planning. You kind of do it all: the buffets, um, the date nights, which is great because a lot of event planners um, they focus on the real, real big events, whereas you're more into um, intimate events as well. Okay. And then um, also what about, because this brings us to a next question about COVID. um, A lot of couples, um, they had to cancel 2019 and now some are replanning to do 2020 because even though uh, the governor has lifted um, some things, most businesses are really, at a 50% capacity. So we find out that our couples are basically re, you know, ordering the guest list. And some couples are like, I don't want to do that. So we're just going to postpone it. Um, because we are in COVID, we don't know too much about this uh, sickness and illnesses that's going on with this. Um, what would you suggest? Because like I said, you kind of do it all. Okay. So one thing I'll say, intimate events has always been our first love. Mm-hmm. When I actually started a vision from shape, I wanted to be um, the in, the intimate event planner guru. Like I wanted mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. like Baltimore's premier intimate event planner. And during that time, it was hard getting people to see the benefit of having an intimate event. And when I right. say intimate right. event, I mean less than a hundred people. Mm-hmm. Everybody wanted to have these grand events. And it's nothing, again, it's nothing wrong with it. If that works for you, do you. You know, mm-hmm. we still mm-hmm. do those big events. But however, with COVID, the blessing, again, from it 
has shown people that you can have a great event and you also really see who is there for you. You have your A-list people, meaning that those people that you cannot even fathom going on with having this wedding and then not being and them not being there. Right. And you also, in a sense, you save money. You know, mm -hmm. um, I will say a lot of people think because you have an, an intimate event, it can it's you know, it's less cheap. It, it's cheaper, but it, it requires more detail. Because right. if you you know, you have a person, if you have an event and it's 20 people, okay, mm -hmm. let's say, I know you, okay, mm -hmm. so if I have an event and it's 20 people, I know you are the type of person you're going to pay attention to every little detail, right. but that, but see, it's not a bad thing because you use that to your advantage by mm -hmm. bringing more out of the, of y'all two. Right. So I've been telling my couples, embrace it. You know, embrace it. Cut your list. You know, mm -hmm. have your A-list people there. You know, and those that can't come, the, if they really are true friends and they understand and they understand COVID or what have you, they'll be okay with it. Also, mm -hmm. too, it's more than one way to skin a cat. Last year, I went forward with a wedding. I had a couple. They wasn't going to allow COVID to stop them. And they still got married. They had two okay. people. Um, they had some, um, they had a couple who was really, really good friends of theirs who mm -hmm. had a gorgeous backyard. And okay. it was one of the days that it poured down raining like no other. But the crazy thing is that by the time the wedding started, it was beautiful outside. And okay. so we had 10 people and everybody else joined them by, by Zoom. So they were still able so they were still able to see to be a part of it and see the ceremony or what have you but because COVID didn't allow everybody to get together you know um they they mainly had their parents and their kids and their best friends so they still partied and you'd be surprised like those 12 people in this house partied like it was 100 people in the house mm -hmm. so you know you can still have a great event and have a handful of people you know, um, the benefits is you having your closest family and friends there instead of people who are just speculating. These people, nine times out of 10, are the ones that's going to give you a gift. <laughs> <laughs> because, um, these are the ones that really want to see you together. Uh -huh. That's another one. It's cheaper because mm -hmm. you know that your biggest expense with any type of event, especially weddings, is your catering, your bar, and your venue. Okay. So again, I always tell my clients, every person see a dollar sign. Cha-ching, 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 cha-ching. And what people don't realize, just kind of give us some education. Once you mention the word wedding to any caterer or venue, nine times out of 10, the price is all going to go up. They're going to be like, oh, let me get you our wedding package. Our wedding package typically is going to be high, 20% higher than if you tell them that you was having a 50th birthday or anniversary party. But what happened? Okay. Because why? Because they know clients is more emotional, it's more anxiety, it's more detail, it's more work when it comes to weddings. It's an all-day production that goes by it so is. fast mm -hmm. in the blink of an eye. You know, when we do our itineraries for our clients, 
for their wedding day, they're like, oh my God, you know, because my itinerary is like, it starts with the time that the bride is supposed to get up that morning. That's right. So usually it's like seven, eight o'clock that morning and your day isn't over until like usually 11, between 11 and 8 p.m. and 1 a.m. the following day, you know? So it's like up and down, up and down. Because mm-hmm. you have it's emotions. Oh my God, it's almost here. Walk down the aisle, you cry, you're nervous. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness, yeah. you got bubble guts, you about to pee on yourself. It's just like <laughs> all kind of madness and mayhem. Or you just so ecstatic and excited, like, okay, I'm ready to run down the aisle. Let's look at it. Oh my goodness, what I'm to cry. Like all kind of emotions, you know. But it, it's it's something, it's just something great to see two people who truly love one another mm-hmm. become one. Right. And, and it's almost like the best way I can describe it as an event planner and why I love what I do so much. It kind of goes along with the saying, a woman when she's pregnant. So when you're pregnant and you're carrying this beautiful bundle of joy for nine months, mm-hmm. and when you're bringing this baby into this world, you know, it's a pain like no other. But once that baby comes, you forget about that pain. And that, is what, that is what my husband and I experienced. Uh, we went through a lot uh, because in the background, like you said, we had life still goes on when you're playing a wedding. You still have some relatives that are um, sick. You still have um, things going on, um, just people going to school. Like um, I think society has put so much emphasis on the wedding. Like they think everything else it's supposed to stop for these two people getting wedding, but getting, you know, married, but it's not like that at all. It's more of, you know, life still goes on. So I remember, um, like I, my husband wanted me there on time and I was there on time. I cut my photo <laughs> session short. He got a huge photo session. I cut mine short just so that we could make sure the limo was there on time, avoid the traffic, started to rain. And, um, we started late. And then we had, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, you were there at the wedding. So, you mm-hmm. know, we had an eventful ceremony. And mm-hmm. then. Uh, when it was beautiful. Out, it was beautiful, but it was eventful. It was eventful. And when we got out to the car, we both looked at each other and our driver was like, you're married, you're married. And we were like, what was that? Like, uh, we're happy we're married. But we were both like, what was that? <laughs> like, yeah, because literally you can get married in 10 minutes. Literally, yeah. and, 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 it was, and we was just both like, okay, like, what, what, what was that, you know? And um, mm-hmm. and we both just looked at each other, and we had the like, we just bust out laughing, and the driver mm-hmm. was like, she was like, is everything okay? I mean, you thought we just saw like Dave Chappelle comedy special. We were laughing so hard. Um, <laughs> You know, that wasn't what we planned for rehearsal. And it was a beautiful ceremony. Don't get me wrong. But we both looked at each other and was like, well, what was that? But literally all the stuff you said um, from the time you get up in the morning um, and not just for brides, for grooms too. um, You're just constantly busy. And I don't think um, a lot of our friends, our families and expected couples um, have been planning these events. Like the newest event now is the proposal. It's not the guy taking the woman out to dinner or the woman taking, it's, it's, it's like basically um, a big event now, like the baby reveal. It's like, so 
it everything used to is be, a production. Yeah, everything's a production now. So it's just like you have, and that's great about the new coming generation because it's more of celebration. And that's something I embrace about millennials um, is that everything's a production and they don't take anything for granted now. So it's like um, you have the proposal and then you have the engagement. And then now we see the trend is that um, I don't know about you. I didn't have an engagement party. Um, a lot of my generation didn't. But that was the norm. You got engaged. You had an engagement party, um, the bridal shower, the bachelorette. Now everything, my husband looked and he was like, okay, he says, when I proposed to you, you know, it was just me and you. It has to be this big this big production. He said, when we, when we found out what the um, sex of our babies are going to be, it was me and you. Now it was a big production. <laughs> he was like, I don't get it. But yeah. it is. So I, again, that kind of goes back because it, it you have to do what works for you. So right. even with um, couples that is just them, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of times the guy wants the woman to have like they, she he wants to take her breath away with mm-hmm. this beautiful mm-hmm. setup, and you know. I'm, of course, by the time she walks in the room and whatever, and she sees this elaborate setup, she kind of knows what's going on, you know, or what's about to happen. Um, and it's just them. And then you have those other couples where family is everything to them, you know, and they want their family to be involved in this proposal session, you know, in the proposal. So it kind of, I've seen it kind of both ways. Um, mm-hmm. You're right, because when we, you know, our generation, when we got married, we was like, bump it, you know, because our generation, just like them, you know, we was paying for everything primarily ourselves. Our parents, you know, would help out then, you know, here right, and there. Right. But the times of the parents covering everything for the ceremony, girl, them things been, them things been long gone. Mm-hmm. You know, for us, we like, okay, I'm not having no engagement party and I got to pay for the wedding too and I still got to live. No, we gonna put all this money into this wedding and we gonna have a wedding that we want. Okay. So, and then also too with a lot of the times now with the bridal showers and baby showers, they're becoming co-ed. You know, Mm -hmm. so it's not like how always was back in the day. Like everything is just for the woman, and this is for the guy. They're doing more things together. You know, which I think is cool. You know, I think that's wonderful because um usually and on our website we do have something dedicated. We call it the groom's corner. Um, where, because my husband was like, look, all I had to do was put on the tux and show up. That's it. And then I'm like, well, it's more in that. And then he went to do the tux fitting and he got into it. But usually when men was like, I did the hard job. I I, I got the ring and that's it. And, and, and I just put on the tux yeah. and show up. It's all about but her, that's but change. It's a lot it's of change, change now. It a is. It's a lot of change. You'd be surprised how many grooms are just as involved in this wedding planning as the brides are it's not just like okay baby what time I gotta be there what you want me to wear Mm-mm. because with this millennials they are conscious about their money they mm-hmm. honestly they would rather have a nice wedding but they want to travel they want to buy a house like they have a whole agenda set up and mm-hmm. they're not so much in a rush of starting a family you know but grooms nowadays if I'm spending all this money, yep, I want to say so. You know, I've mm-hmm. just picking out music and cake. You know, I have never seen so many grooms that are in that are 
into and participating as far as picking out invitations. Well, what kind of flowers y'all got? I don't know nothing about flowers, but at least just tell me the color. You know, right. want to know, you know, they want to know about the, the catering. Are the vendors cooperating with me? You know, mm-hmm. are they easy to work with? They want to know about the venue. You know, well, a lot of these venues, you know, they're telling you, oh, you have 60 minutes to set up. Everybody knows you don't have 60 minutes is not enough no. time to say anything, you know. So the guys are really getting into it. Like they they are really getting even into the design, like far as the decoration and everything. They even have a say so. They want to have their own interest. Well, she has an interest, I want an interest too. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what I tell them. Like it's not just the bride's day, it's your day too. You know, you have a say so, you have responsibilities and assignments far as helping getting things you know situated or what have you you have a you know you are involved you can be as involved in it as much as you want okay so that's what what a lot of grooms are doing now and we're seeing that a lot of um um, grooms participation and and it's wonderful to see it really is because as you were saying this is the interview but marriage is a job so how you tackle this one big event is you know sets you up for how you're going to tackle the other events um so what advice do you have for couples planning now or who had to basically um delay their nuptials because of covid coming up what what do you have um because we are actually going to be attending two weddings this year around the same time (laughs) around literally one day apart and um they're just praying that, you know, people get vaccinated and there's no more shutdowns. But what advice would you have for for My for advice is don't fight it. Mm-hmm. Don't fight it. It's more than one way to get to skin a cat. Right. You can literally, I understand, you know, and, and I don't mean to sound insensitive, but you can have a beautiful wedding with 50 people as you can have a beautiful wedding with 150 people. Mm-hmm. don't fight it you know it's it is uncomfortable to having to cut your guest list to accommodate the venue mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. with things opening back up you know they are trying a lot of venues and companies are really really trying to make things as easy as possible for couples you know who are scheduled to have weddings mm-hmm. but also the couple has to bear in mind that even though as much as we want your business we want to stay in business so with that being said especially with the venues and the caterers and things of that nature it's certain guidelines they're not being difficult but it's certain guidelines that they have to adhere to you know the department of health the fire marshal police departments and stuff they are making pop-up visits at these events Okay. You know when they are coming, they mm-hmm. don't make an announcement. And if they see that you have it an event at this venue, and it's only supposed to be at fifty percent capacity, and they ask that venue owner for their license or they read that certificate that's on the wall saying maximum capacity is two hundred, and they counting two hundred people, their venue is going to get fined. One, their venue is going to get fined, and your event is going to get shut down. Mm-hmm. and also too even though the venue owner kind of allowed it 
they can probably, you know, I can see them passing that fee off to you, and it's a hefty fee. I'm not talking about a couple of hundred dollars. Hundred dollars. No, we it's talking- Yeah, you're talking about four figures. Sometimes yes. five-figure fees, you mm-hmm. know, that they have to pay, you know, and some of them are even being shut down where they can't hold anything else, you know, as a reprimand. So instead of going through all that and risk the embarrassment of having your wedding shut down because you want to have a few more people there or because you want you don't want people to wear masks during the event, my advice to you is just be creative. Um, bite the bullet mm-hmm. and come down your guest list. If you have to wear a mask, okay, let's find an innovative way to have some great masks, but also for people to feel comfortable. Prime example, Housewives of Atlanta, when Cynthia Bailey got married, they had the face shield. Mm-hmm. Face shield acceptable. So whereas women can still have their makeup and things of that nature, and people will still be able to breathe and dance and everything, but they were still doing it in a safe manner. Mm-hmm. Encourage your guests um, to use hand sanitizer. You know, a lot of times our clients are great. Our clients are amazing, but their guests is the one who is very difficult, who are rude, who are nasty, who are disrespectful. And a lot of times the couples don't find out about it until afterwards, you know, and then when they talk to them, oh girl, it was them, you know, I can't believe they asked me to do X, Y, and Z, not knowing these mm-hmm. are the of our couple, you know, so if you, we didn't dealt with COVID for over a year. Any right. place that in the public you know that you're going to have to wear a mask well it might be a way of life right now or with everything that's going out it's not too much we know about this so we have to start like my um, husband said you have to find we have to get back as a society some type of normalcy and try to operate um right around this so right so if you can't have nothing but 100 people then fine, you know, remember you're included in that hundred count, you and your spouse. So if you can have 98 people, find, break it down to 98 of your closest friends. So mm-hmm. even if that means if you have to downsize your bridal party so you can increase your guest count, you know, it's, it's ways that we can compromise and make things a happy medium. And right. so you will be able to have the event that you want. Um, have your ceremony outside, you know, that gives you a little bit more leniency. As long as mm-hmm. people are social distance, you know, you you have more room. You have more wiggle room if you have an outdoor event. Only thing is that if you have an outdoor event, please, please, please make sure you have a plan B in case of inclement weather. Okay. Well, Shay, thank you so much for one, being our featured vendor. <laughs> and then number two, for being our first guest on our first podcast. <laughs> Uh, because it's a good thing to know um like I said when you especially um now um you're not really you know when you look they're not really talking too much about COVID it's still when I looked at it as a, like a lot of bride magazines you'll see it on the website but it's more of when women still look at the magazines you, it's like well you can do this you can do that and you're it's like okay you're still in the past we're in the present dealing with a major disease um and that's really an illness that's killing everybody. Um, but we still want to be together. Um, it's just now people have just been seeing each other for over a year. So um, it's sort of like once this vaccination takes place, it's going to be to me like the war in 20s all over again. I mean, people are really going to party. So right. we still. But 
not to cut you off, but you have to remember, even though they want people to get vaccinated, that still does not mean that you will not get COVID. Right. And so, so we want to still have to be safe with that. I know with us, we are still enforcing our policy. So now we added PPE stations at every event. So okay. before, I don't care what kind of event you having, even if it's a date night, if it's a mm-hmm. boho soiree, if it's a birthday party, if it's a wedding, we have a PPE station, meaning that as soon as your guests come in, the first thing that they're going to have to do, one, we're checking for masks. If you do not have a mask, you're not coming in. You're going to have to use hand sanitizer. Also, mm-hmm. we've had a couple of couples who are requesting for us to do temperature checks. We're going to check your temperature if they ask us to do temperature checks. And mm-hmm. a lot of couples are very stern. They was like, I don't care who it is. If it, it could be Jesus. If he got a temperature, <laughs> I'm sorry, he can't come in. You know, because and the only reason, and I'm not, you know, the reason why I'm saying it is because some of my couples are inviting their elderly family members. Like and they don't want to wedding. Exactly. So one, I have a wedding in May, and my bride is very, very close with her grandmother. God bless her soul. You know, she's 89 years old, mm-hmm. and she's coming to her wedding. You know, so when we found out with the venue, like, hey, you're going to have to downsize. I'm only allowing for you to have 100 people. That's it. That's all. You know, she was like, okay, fine. I'm cool with that because I don't want all the people around my grandmother. So she even had a conversation with her grandmother. You know, Mm -hmm. how do you feel? Are you going to be comfortable being at my wedding? You know, and so she was like, yeah, but she said that, you know, after the cocktail hour and seeing them announced in, she'll probably want to go home. So you have to kind of think about the people who you are inviting as well. If you know you're inviting elderly people, if some of your guests, young or seasoned, if they have underlying health conditions, you have to remember that, you know, and be courteous of that if you want them to attend your event. Um, You know, if you have people who have had COVID, if they had vaccine, people who are not comfortable being in large crowds, but they still want to come and support so if they come and leave early, don't get an attitude, you know. But if you know that they, if you really want them to be there, you know, take that into consideration. You know, everybody, just because everything is opening up, everybody is not going to come out. You still have some right. people who are comfortable in going outside. Some people are still using Amazon Fresh to deliver their groceries and prescriptions and still taking advantage of the senior time with these retail stores. They don't want to be around all these people. So with that being said, um, we, like I said, we have two weddings. We have to attend back to back um, and they might have to cut their guest list. Um, and I, I'm one of those people that don't want to be around a lot of people right now for, this, for that same reason. So it's like, can brides offer um, via streaming um, services mm-hmm. to, to view everything? Right. Um, so right. like you said, so they can party, um, or just like you said, come to the wedding and say, you know what, here's the gift. I love you guys. When, you know, come by, we'll have dinner, have our own little celebration. Um, so it's a lot of stuff that people can do now that's, that wasn't available, um, back in the day. We were more of the traditionalist side, um, a 70 babies, as late 60, 70 babies, um, more of the traditional side. And now we're just seeing a whole new thing with, um, being more inc- inclusive, um, yeah, well, so, I was a rebel. 
I, <laughs> I was too. I was not, you know, my bridal party, they, I did not want them to wear the cookie cutter dress. That was their decision. I just said, make sure it was the same material because you guys are all different, but um, they, they wanted to go with the same dress. I said, okay, that's y'all decision. But um, tell our listeners about where they can contact you, where they can find you. Cause I don't want to mess it up. <laughs> not a problem. So um, our website is actually under construction. We are revamping and uh, we are revising to bring you a more better, up-to-date, user-friendly, amazing website. However, you are more than welcome to visit our social media platforms. So we are on Facebook and IG. To find us at Facebook, it is, of course, www.facebook.com forward slash a vision from Shay. And Shay is S-H-A-Y-E. Okay. On IG, it's the at sign, and it's A-V-F Shay. S-H-A-Y-E. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, you can also call us 443-440-1092. And also you can email us at a vision from Shay at hotmail.com. Well, thank you, Shay, for the innovator behind a vision from Shay Boutique, event and planning boutique. Um, we look, I look forward to amazing stuff. You can check out, like I said, her Facebook website, her Facebook page and her Instagram page. Wonderful displays of her work. Um, this lady's been doing it and she just basically changes the game. Um, my husband was like, I said, you know, he said for your birthday, I was going to do the date night thing. He says, but I didn't know she had a date night thing until we were talking and it just came up. I was like, no, she's been doing the date night thing for a while, but it's yes, just- Yes, I have to do a date night for y'all. I would love to, yes. Yes, but come on, what Joanne. I love- Yes, but what I was, yes, Jared, come on, Jared. <laughs> and he's probably telling me, no, 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 come on, Sean, because my birthday coming up. But um, what I like about you is that you are one of the event planners where you take lemon and make lemonade. That's what I love. That's what I love about you. So for our listeners, not just weddings, but any event, um, please check this lady out. She's been in this um, event planning industry for over a decade. She has her own boutique. And what I mean is boutique, boutique is tailored to fit your style. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank it's you. It's been a Thank wonderful you for pleasure. Me. No problem. Yeah. And we're gonna much have is, you back again. on your podcast. Thank you for having me and being your premiere. Yes, yes, one of our premier vendors of Baltimore, Charm City. So you can find <laughs> um Shay not just at her dress, but she's also gonna be on our website, which is Charm City Engagements. It's gonna be featuring uh, vendors from Baltimore. Um to promote all the wonderful talent that this lovely city has. That's why they call us Charm City. And like I said, you can see her there and don't, don't, she's not going to be a stranger. Trust and believe. She's not going to be a stranger. Uh, Thank you again, Shay. I really, really appreciate it. And I enjoyed it. All right. Take care. All righty. So Shay, everybody. All right.